And good afternoon, I'm Al Cresta. There apparently is new scientific technique that has been used to date the Shroud of Turin to around the time of Christ. For those of us who have watched the debate over the Shroud, really over much of this generation, uh, this is welcome news. there's been some the the much uh, much uh, ballyhooed uh, carbon fourteen dating from uh, oh good heavens uh, thirty thirty five years ago uh, dated that uh, much later than the first century so people are interested to know do we have reliable evidence that will date the shroud back to around the time of Christ's death and resurrection. And there are many ways of dating the Shroud. The carbon-14 dating was one uh, attempt, but this is a new one by Italian scientist Liberato Di Caro. And uh, he's been talking to uh, Edward Penton, who uh, is the Rome correspondent for the National Catholic Register. And, uh, Edward, good to have you with me. Thanks. Hi, good to be with you again. So tell me a little bit about this uh, scientist, Liberato Di Caro is his name. That's right, they brought it to Caro. Yes, he's a scientist uh, from Bari in south southeast Italy. Uh, he works for the Institute of Crystallography of the National Research Council there, which is a, a scientific centre. Um, and he's he's done some various research as well on on uh, the actual scientific accuracy of various. Uh, uh, stories in the gospel, particularly the, the nativity and the resurrection. So um, it's very interesting how uh, he brings together the science uh, together with with the uh, the gospel writings and the, uh, yes, and very much the, uh, the scriptural writings too. Has he published on this, uh, this new technique that he has for dating uh, the Shroud? Yes, he's published it in uh, the magazine or the journal Nature, um, and it's also been peer-reviewed as well, uh, and it's also been appeared, I think, in the National Research Council of Italy as well. Mm-hmm. So it's it's uh, it's it's seen a certain amount of um, of publication. It's only come out recently, so it's been uh, three years in the making. I think 2019 they started, but they got also delayed by by the COVID uh, uh, emergencies. But uh, yes, it, but it's it's. Uh, it's been publicized quite well. Very good. Uh, so, th- I mean, it's a serious. This is a serious piece of work. So, this is being published in serious journals, and um, we should give it some serious attention. Can you describe briefly uh, how this, uh, what the method is that he uses with this uh, X-ray uh, technique? Yes, it's it's a as I said, it's a new technique, and what it is, it it's basically uh, dates as a very small microscopic almost sample of the shroud um, which is different to the carbon 14 uh, testing which actually requires a larger sample and it can also be this new technique can also be done several times in the same sample which gives it even more um, accuracy mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's in sort of layman's terms I suppose it, it, it dates it by Looking at the carbon, sorry, looking at the fibers of the sample and how they deteriorate over time, um, and he he makes the analogy that it's rather like a um, he has to be Italian, of course, because he talks about how a bundle of spaghetti um, <laughs> will, uh, will will gradually um, decrease in size with accidental shocks. 
And what he says is that these these fibers, these cellulose, um, also uh, reduce in size depending on the combined effect of temperature, humidity, light, and the action of chemical agents in the environment where they're found. And he says that this um, this natural aging deterioration gives uh, you can actually trace the, the amount of time it takes for that to happen, for that deterioration to happen over time. And they've used it on various samples and come to um, what they, he says is a very accurate sort of time um, time sample of how that deteriorates and, and over a certain period of time. And they've applied that, of course, to, to a sample from the trials. And I assume they're able to somehow factor in changes in the environment, changes in temperature, uh, you know, changes in, uh, you know, uh, availability of sunlight and things of that sort. Exactly, yes. And I think what it also points to is that the shroud, um, it it does go back to somewhere of a warmer climate, which, of course, would be the Middle East, um, and they can, they seem to be able to, to determine that as well mm-hmm. through this X-ray scattering method, is what it's called. Um whereas the carbon-14 uh, data seem to suggest that it came only, it was only found in Europe and it dated back to the Middle Ages. Yeah. So, uh, so again, it, it adds even more authenticity to the place of where the shroud yeah. would have been found and, and originated from. No, that's, that's fascinating. Um, do you know, uh, I mean, there's also, as you know, there's botanical evidence found in 1999 that dates the shroud uh, to that region too in the Middle East. Uh, does that actually, yes. do you know if that, does that evidence also date the shroud or does it just locate the shroud in the Middle East? Yes, this is related to, I think, pollen samples that were found um, on the shroud and those also point to the Middle East as well. Um, I'm not sure if they, uh, if it's as accurate regarding the, the the date, mm-hmm. um, but, but rather the location, and um, he talks about that too in the interview, and he goes through that uh, as well, and also the uh, the radiation uh, findings, which are also um, uh, discovered, which which point to how this how the shroud was was basically a, a product of a, a, a massive sort of radiation of light which then was imprinted onto the shroud, and that, that's a very rare phenomenon, but it is a phenomenon that um, that does appear in... It has appeared in the world, and, and you know, it, it's not um, it's not unheard of, and so, but it is rare, of course, and uh, but that, that's another another piece of evidence that uh, scientists say point to the authenticity of the shroud as well. Because yeah, that would correspond with what we imagine would happen at a point of resurrection? Yes, it relates to uh, yes, and the earthquake as well, and and just possibly this, this very very strong, intense, um, and, and very very strong, intense burst of light, mm-hmm. which would have um, imprinted the the image on the shroud. Yeah. But he goes into that in, in some detail as well in the interview. Very good. Uh, has this uh, method that he was using this? Uh, wide-angle x-ray scattering method, has that been used before in other uh, attempts to date uh, materials? Yes, but only in a limited way, I think, so far, because it's, it's still quite new technology, but they have um, 
he says they have tried it on other samples. Um, and I think what he said was that they, they did sort of blind uh, sampling so that they, they wouldn't be told where or when this particular fabric was and then they could they could then come up with when they thought, thought it had been created or or found and then actually match it with the reality of that fabric. And, yeah. and I think they found that the, the matching was, was accurate. Um, so, so yes, that's, uh, that's something they've done. But I'm not sure quite how extensive that, that testing has been. Okay. Do you know uh, how the Archdiocese of Turin is responding to this? Uh, do they consider these investigations significant? Um, I don't know that. He said that uh, it's certainly more th- that they would be interested in this than the Vatican. I asked him whether the Vatican might be involved, and he said no, it would probably be the Archdiocese of Turin. Um, but uh, he said that in, in 2002, some threads were already taken from the shroud and kept by the Archdiocese for future scientific studies. Um, and so he thinks it could be possible to take some of those samples as well. And, mm and uh, use those again to, 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 to use that, the same dating experiment using the technique of, of the X-ray scattering uh, technique that they've, they've discovered. Yeah, they, yeah. Uh, yes, they, they could do that, I think. I think they're planning to do that. So, yeah, so he does have plans to do more uh, work on the Shroud. Yes, I think so. And, uh, of course, it also depends on the Archdiocese to get their permission, but I think that, that's his hope, yes. Okay. Edward, thank you so much. I love your work. And again, we'll make sure people have easy access to the interview uh, from the National Catholic Register. Appreciate it. Sure. You're welcome. Uh, Edward Fenton began reporting on the Pope in the Vatican with Vatican Radio before then moving on to become the Rome correspondent for EWTN's National Catholic Register. Um, this is an uh, this is a, f- a fascinating interview, which we'll have ex- available for you in the Crest Guest Archives. It's from the National Catholic Register, uh, again, uh, new scientific technique, date Shroud of Turin, to a t- around the time of Christ's death and resurrection. Uh, you know, this is, this is uh, important. When we have empirical data, like the Shroud, and claims are made about it, it is perfectly legitimate for us to use the investigative techniques at our disposal to verify, to try to verify or falsify uh, the evidence. And, you know, I know many people, when they've seen the shroud, they have a, a kind of intuitive response of its authenticity. And I don't, uh, you know, I, I don't dispute uh, those uh, in- impressions. Um, at the same time, though, the fact that God has given us something that is accessible to our senses that we can actually look at and handle uh, and perform tests on, I think means we ought to uh, perform those tests. And I'm appreciative that there are uh, scientists of, of some significant repute who have been uh, doing work on the Shroud uh, for quite a while now. And I can remember, I can remember the arguments before the carbon fourteen dating, and I remember when the carbon fourteen dating came back, and it was it was dispiriting for many of us who believed in the authenticity of the shroud, and it it took quite a while to begin to look at the the methodology that was used, and then 
there has been subsequent uh, material that has been discovered in the shroud. I mentioned the pollen evidence, the botanical evidence that they've had that seems to take it right back to uh, the Middle Age, excuse me, to the Middle East. And uh, I think this is, again, always worthwhile. Our faith in the resurrection is not based on empirical data of this sort, but uh, we ought to make every uh, good faith effort to utilize the evidences that God has provided us. I'm Al Cresta.